Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk sports in substantive fashion with informed guests. To join in the conversation, call 504 260 1061. Now, here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good evening and welcome. Welcome to another edition of All Access. And as you can hear, we're live tonight at Signet Landing Restaurant, 450 Laracini Street in West Wego, right behind the shrimp lot, right behind the West Wego Welcome Center. Easy to find. Swamp tours available at all times. And, of course, we're here every other Wednesday night, our second show here. We'll be back here in two weeks on a Wednesday night as well. And when we come back in two weeks, you'll have a chance to meet a really I think underrated player for the New Orleans Saints for many years. He retired very recently. Tight end Josh Hill. He was a guy that was a really good inline player for this team that blocked, that received well, and was on the field for 90% of their snaps because Sean Payton and B. Carmichael trusted him uh, implicitly in all phases. Josh will be here in two weeks for our next show on October the 4th. Tonight we're blessed to have John 4K with us. We'll introduce John in a moment. Of course, Signet Landing Restaurant. Uh, that's where we're at, and that's why we encourage you to come because you not only meet some former Saints players and you have a chance to meet some good people, but you get great food here. I mean, I can go over the menu items if you like, but I'm going to do that for a couple, maybe two or three minutes here with uh, the head chef here, uh, a good rumble raider at that, John, so you'd be appreciative of that. Uh, Keith Springman. Yeah, how was that game with Friday night? Yeah, we didn't like it very much. <laughs> we're so not, talk we're not talking that. about that. We're not so talking about what that. Happened, whatever, by the way, we're... What happened since 2007 until oh. the other night? I'm just well, asking for I, I, a friend. I, 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 what I, happened when somebody named Chase Forkade was uh, at Rumble? I'm, I've just, had, ask, I've had a long I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> so you can, uh, you can answer that later. But, Keith, it's great to have you with us. And listen, I, I, I say this unequivocally. This is a good product. The food's good. And I would not endorse it otherwise. I put my name on it because I believe in it. And I'll pick my own. I mean, I love the crawfish pie. I love the crab dip. I love the crab cakes. I had a po' boy, a shrimp po' boy tonight, really good. The pork chop's good. Bread pudding's out of sight. Tell me what I'm missing here. So what are you missing? You're I missing. know. You tell, You give me another yeah. recommendation that you let the people know about some of your outstanding concoctions here that you put together at Signet Landing Restaurant. Well, the next big thing you're missing is the, uh, the braised beef that we do. It cooks for about 18 hours, and it's really, it's really good, and it's pretty popular here, too. So the braised beef, okay. And you're missing some of our specials. All right, such uh, as? Uh, stuffed flounder on Friday nights. Yeah. The eggplant Napoleon on Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, 
crawfish and andouille stuff, pork chop on Saturday. Are you hungry yet, John? Uh, yes. I'm, he's he's, 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 looking, at the, he's looking at the menu. He's following the I'm items as you mentioned. Say it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and? Uh, Sundays for um, our crawfish crepes and our shrimp and grits on Sundays is another pretty popular item. I had that actually when I was here on a Sunday. Yeah, that's right. That was very good. So and you hit probably the biggest thing on the menu was the crab cakes. They're really good, and and I'll, and I'll be the first one to tell you I'm not a big corn guy. I don't like corn in a lot of stuff, but but I liked it just fine. Yeah, we in that a, particular dish, it's a good crab cake, really good. A little bit of roasted corn in there to give it a little bit of texture, a little more flavor. They're a big seller here. Well, we're bringing some people in tonight. I hope you're that. pleased with that, and obviously, that's the goal here is to create business for a really good entity. Look, for the people that are listening, just so that you know, if you're not from the West Bank and you're thinking, oh, West Bank, no, think again. Here's the deal. You go across the Huey Long Bridge. It's as easy as you can possibly imagine. You know how the Alario Center is basically right across the bridge? Well, you just go about another two, three blocks and you're here. All you need to do is look for the West Oswego Welcome Center, look for the shrimp lot, shrimp which lot. most everyone knows, and turn right, and you're here. It's that simple. So it's easy access. It's a very relaxed atmosphere. It's a nice atmosphere. Good people, and the food's good. I got it right, didn't I? You got it right. <laughs> and it's a Rumble Raider, too. It's a Rumble Raider, right. absolutely. Class of? 86. There we go. So taking care of it. Keith, listen, appreciate everything. Thank you, Ken. I enjoy the food I had tonight. always do. I know everybody here does, and we encourage more people to come and join us. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, Keith. Thank you. All right, you bet. All right, so we whet your appetite. And now, as Keith departs, we're going to introduce our special guest here tonight because he, of course, is a West Bank hero of sorts. He's at home here in the West Bank, a former all-everything player at Archbishop Shaw. Still say you should have beat Saad Lafouche. That's another story. <laughs> he was a star at Ole Miss, a really good football player, and he never gave up on his dream. He kicked around, finally got the opportunity with his hometown team, played in the NFL for four seasons, with the New Orleans Saints, 14 touchdown passes, rushed for two scores, and of course was part of a couple of playoff teams during that time as well. It's great to welcome a good and great friend. Give a round of applause to John Forcade here tonight, folks. Let's give John a round of applause. Man. What's up, John? Hey, Kenny. Uh, back in town, had a, a good little trip uh, to Charlotte. And uh, I told you earlier that uh, I, my ears couldn't pop. So I got there Saturday, and I... I, my ears were just affecting me for three or four days. And uh, Tuesday, we were doing our radio show before we flew out yesterday. And, and I, I guess it was a, a vertigo hit me. I was lightheaded, dizzy. Uh, it was just hard to explain. So other than that, the trip was fantastic. I thought Charlotte, my first time really in Charlotte to, to spend some time. The stadium, I thought, was beautiful. Uh, hey, we won. You know, it's wasn't the greatest game in the world, but a win's a win. We can always learn from that and move on and so i'm back home and i'm uh, looking forward to seeing what happens this weekend it's a little bit uh, different going up to green bay but uh, i'm thrilled to be here i love this place we we do shop we do come here to eat uh, my mother loves it uh, i told you the last experience i had my dumb butt sat outside in the heat and <laughs> mosquitoes eat us up ate us up should i say and uh we had to come inside quick so yes it's a great place to come and eat people if you don't know where it's at Right, just just know where the shrimp, where they sell all the shrimp at, and just right behind it. It's fantastic. Well, that's a great endorsement, and I concur with your assessment. We're going to get your assessment on the Saints. Let's tell everybody about 
what's happened today with the Saints. First injury report out. There is some bad news. Foster Morrow did not practice. Ankle injury. Jamal Williams, of course, hamstring, did not practice. Don't expect him to play this weekend. And the one that is a bit of a concern beside that is Taysom Hill, limited today with a knee. So, and boy, he's very important to this football team. The good news, Kendry Miller practiced in full today. The other bad news of the day, Marcus May suspended for three games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. We knew it was coming. Right. The, the yeah. timing seems strange, it's though. Kind of, yeah, I couldn't understand that. Why did they just do it like they do, like, like Alvin Kamara, before the season began? Well, they, there was the litigation, and he, he pleaded he plead right before the season started. But once the plea wow. happened, they should have just gone ahead and enforced right. it then. Well, yeah. Instead, they wait until week three. So, I, 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 I don't that's know. That's a strange ordeal. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but – the good thing, I know it's nothing good out of yeah. having a guy miss as a starter for you, but the good thing in my eyes is they have some defensive backs that could play uh, their backups, or, or, or I hate these word backups, but the, the other guys, are, they are backups, but basically they could be starters. They could play. I like what they have in the secondary, so I don't think we're going to lose much with Mays out for three weeks. Yeah, listen, I, 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 I concur with you. I think they'll miss him. They like their draft pick, Jordan Howden. I think he's got a chance to step in and play. J.T. Gray's been banged up. You know, mm-hmm. he's also a safety, but a special team star, of course, for this team. So we'll see. And they could always use another corner in that spot, too. Right. So, again, uh, while I am a little concerned about it, I'm not overly concerned. And the Packers are not a great throwing team. No. Nope. And, you know, they have some injuries of their own. By the way, when you look at their injury report, their outstanding tackle, David Bakhtiari, a rest today, but... Didn't have practice. He was out last week. We'll see how he is because he's a big part of their team. But also their their guard tackle, Elton Jenkins, with a knee, did not practice. Their running back, Aaron Jones, did not practice. Still out at this point. And then they had three others limited, including Christian Watson, their fine wide receiver. So, look, we'll see. It's a short week for the Saints. Does that concern you at all? It does because um, the reason I say it, it does in the, in the fact that it would be different if you're playing at home. But you got to really basically fly out a day. You just flew back in. You got back late Monday night. Then you then you practice. You know you don't get, really get a day off this week. You got to go right into it. Uh, and then I'll fly out on Saturday. It's a little shorter. It'd be great if they're playing at home because you don't have to travel and all the things. But uh, you know it's it's part of the NFL. You got to play Monday nights, uh, Thursday nights. Those things do happen. And so in this case, um, all teams got to deal with that. So the Saints just got to deal with it. You were in Charlotte, so you got a pulse of things, and the better team won the game. Correct. It shouldn't have been as close as it was. That's correct. The old prevent defense turned into a complete and total dud. Listen, they completely shut those guys down all day. Yes. And I understand playing a little deeper, but I don't understand changing your tactics when you completely stifle them and stuff them all day. And the other thing that bothered me on that touchdown drive for sure, for Carolina was, where's the outside leverage? The thing you've got to do is make them catch the ball in the middle of the field. Correct. They caught four balls and got out of bounds yeah. and I, stopped the clock, which gave them a chance with an onside kick. I mean, you I didn't understand that tactic. You've got to have outside leverage and force them to the center of the field. I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what are they doing? It's, it's not like you're up by three scores. Uh, you're only up 10 points. And a, a, a field goal or a touchdown in that situation, then he can do the onside kick. Uh, I was just, me, Gus, and Scott were all like, what are they doing? They dominated for, you know, 
58 minutes, and this is what you, you give us at and the end of the game. Survive. They had to survive. Had to recover I, an onside kick and had to make a first down. And I, I see this happen all the time uh, in, in both pro football and in college football. I've seen it where teams feel like they're up, and this is what they're thinking. Oh, so if they score, we'll just get the onside kick and then end the game. Well, there's no guarantee of that. No. I don't like these teams that sit soft, figure like, okay, they're killing time. So what if they score? They can't beat us on just this score. And then we'll have to deal with the onside kick, feeling like, okay, we'll get the onside kick. I, I don't think – I wish they were just stuck with what they were doing the whole game, put pressure on, on Young, and he, he, didn't, he couldn't beat him with throwing the ball. And no. At the end of the game, they, they just let him uh, – his padded his stats, basically. That's all it was because he didn't do nothing in his football game. Two runs is all he did against us. Right. When they had nobody in the middle, he talked, t- took off and ran. Gap integrity. Other, they lost in the sport, yes. maybe only two or three times the whole game. Because they did a great job up front. And I've been so impressed with the Saints defensive front. Demario Davis is playing like he's 25. Pete Warner's good. He can go sideline to sideline. And he tackles tackles people, too. Yes. And then, of course, up front. Look, the new defensive tackles have done a good job. Saunders and Shepard. Roach has been fine. Brissy is quick and strong. And then, of course, on the outside, Cam Jordan has played really well for two games. But the, the breakout guy is Carl Granderson. He was, I was getting ready to say He that. was good last year, and he's even better he's, this year. Turner who? Preston. Yeah, no kidding. No, no, he's, he's gone. Yeah. But, you know, let's go back to about Cam. Like, I looked at Cam had one tackle, but it's yeah, not Yeah, but he, that. look at the impact he had. It's, I was getting ready to say, it's not that what we're looking at. Look at everything else he's done. He takes two people sometimes to block him. He might not be in on a tackle, but he's around the pile and making sure that nothing and gets outside. And he's getting pushed. He, he's done a great job And he job never loses his gap integrity. Thank you. You're not going to play fake him and get outside of him, okay? That's correct. That's what they want him for. Look, he don't have to go in there and get five, six, seven tackles and three sacks. He's up at age. He understands that. He plays his role. His role is I'm going to do what they tell me to do, and I'm doing it fine. He's going to get a breakout game. We'll have a couple of sacks. It's coming. It's coming. But you're right. That defensive front line. In the linebacking court, because for a second there in OTAs, we kept looking, boy, who's going to play linebacker for us and stay healthy? Davis stays healthy and Warner stays healthy. Nobody can top them two guys. No, they're good players. I'm convinced that they're better than good. I think they're very good and as good a tandem as you'll find just about anywhere, knock on wood, against a healthy secondary. I think it's played extremely well thus far. Elante Taylor's Taylor's excellent. Lattimore, they don't even try to throw at him. He's just that good. <laughs> you know, May has been good. They'll miss him a little bit. You know, Matthew's a roamer. And then, of course, Adebo recovered a fumble. He had a little bit of a rough game. He had a couple of bad plays in that game. But he's a solid player. Bottom line is, I think their defense is good. Kicking game, you know, so far so good with Blake Groupie. I'm not sold on their punter. I am not. We uh, said I, I mean, his, he, his hang time his is not hang time, what kind, Not in the NFL. I've, explain something to me when... I'm the old school where the, the snapper snaps it, the punter gets it, he kicks the ball. And you see these spirals go down the field. He kicks it, it end over end. And I'm seeing all these are end over end. Rugby style. Like, what, that's not giving me nothing. I mean, you're well, not well, getting this. It's fine if you get 4.5 to 5 hang time, but he's Correct, gone. but he ain't getting that. No. So that that is a bit of a concern for me. And I'm saving the offense for the next segment <laughs> because we're going to get to that because there's some some good and some bad, obviously. Right. But, but again – Right now, with that defense playing the way it's playing, getting turnovers. Remember, they lost a turnover in that game because of a penalty on Adebo. Brzee made a big play, right. and they got erased by the penalty on Adebo. 
but they still come up with four turnovers in two games. So this is a really good trend. Yeah, I, I went back and, and looked at everything the last two games. You know, only, only averaging 18, 16 points a game. Mm -hmm. If they if they become anywhere near that, you know, 20 and under is what you want to have. 17 points would be great. That's the average where people kind of you get your goals before the season starts. They're extremely awesome on D. That's a big strong word, but awesome is what they've been playing so far. Uh, the better turnover, they much better than what they did last year. Getting mm -hmm. the turnovers, uh, guys are stepping up. Uh, the sacks will start coming. Uh, it doesn't hurt that you're playing against a rookie quarterback uh, that that's you know that's not played well so far in two weeks. Same thing when you play the first game of the season, you got a veteran quarterback throwing you three picks. So it it all comes into play, and as it goes along, you know next week they're playing a Jordan Love who just started this season, mm -hmm. and then you look at the roster. I mean, Baker Mayfield down the road, you don't know what you get there. Uh, Atlanta's got Ritter, he hasn't been performing well as a thrower. So this defense could just say, hey, I'll front seven, go get the quarterback, and I'll back in. You take care of business. I love what the defense has showed so far. Colts with a rookie quarterback in Richardson. Down, I mean, I, yeah. And he's again, hurt. You don't know what they He's hurt right him. now. But part of the reason I picked the Saints to win 10 games and win the division was the schedule. And, oh, yeah. And, again, it can change as the season goes on. Maybe teams are better than you think they are. Atlanta might be a case in point. But if you look at the overall schedule, you know, Detroit, nice team, but not great. Jacksonville, no. nice team, but not, not great. great. I mean, again, who are the best teams in the NFL? I can name them, and the Saints don't play any of them. I they can don't name three of them. They don't, City, play, yeah, they don't sure. play Philadelphia. And they don't, they play, don't play San Francisco. They don't play Dallas. They don't play Baltimore. Uh, keep going. They don't the play best, Cincinnati. They don't play Buffalo. They don't play Buffalo. You know, he mentioned uh, Cincinnati. They're playing bad, but we know that they're capable. We know what they're capable of doing. So, and then who else? I mean, I think I named all of the quote-unquote best teams, yes. and they don't play any of them. And, so. And so there's no reason for them to slip up. It's, it's a combination of, yes, you're playing average football at best, and you're 2-0. and And I hate to see when the Saints thing. are playing great football. Exactly. Yeah, and, they're going to get better. And, and, and that's why some people look. I've heard, Kenny, I've listened to some of these stations. I've listened to some of these um, you know, announcers or, or sportscast guys. A lot of them love the Saints. A lot of them like the Saints, but they're just, you know, when they say it, everybody jumps on them about it, and they're all sitting back and go, just watch. Just watch. And I'm saying the same thing. I got them at 10 wins, and it could easily be 11. I mean, there's no doubt they can go 11 and 6 and definitely win the division. They should not lose the, uh, the division. shouldn't even lose a game in their division because they got better overall talent. Well, but you got to play the games. You know as well as I do. You still got to play them games. It's interesting because I do think – Atlanta's improved. B. John Robinson is a terrific-looking player. I mean, not good, terrific. Yep. He is. He could be elite, and I'm saying that about a rookie who's only played in two games. You know, Drake London's good. Pitts is good, and their offensive line has played pretty well. Their defense has done a pretty good job overall. Yep. Packers blew a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter against them the other day, but they couldn't stop Atlanta in the fourth quarter. So I think the Falcons are better than advertised. Carolina's going to struggle on offense. Tampa Bay's 2-0, give them credit. Mayfield's played Mayfield. good in two games, Yes, but they didn't play anybody any Correct. good. So stay tuned. People would say the same thing about the, the Saints. Saints. But I got news for you. Tennessee looked like a totally different team this past week. They scored a bunch of points and won. So you've got to give the Saints credit. It's another blown game by the, by the, Ray, I mean by the Chargers. And, oh, you know, boy. They went into Tennessee. Should have beat Tennessee. Tennessee played much better than they did against the Saints, and that's the fact is – you're there to win the football game. No matter what happens, you, you, you worry about it after. You win the game, 
We'll make our adjustments. We'll clean it up. We'll go. But it's better to be in 1-1 one and, one and 0 and 2. And that's what Tennessee did. So the Saints did play a Tennessee team at the right moment when they were really, really horrible that week one. No question about it. We're live at Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Laracini Street in West Wingo. For all access, Ken Trahan with John Forcade, our Saints Hall of Fame show, and also presented by CrescentCitySports.com. We'll take a time out here. When we return, we'll get John's take on the side of the ball he knows a little bit more about. Offense, including quarterback play. That's next when we continue here at Signet Landing Restaurant on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and on the web at NashFM1061.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. If you're from New Orleans, you need to join our crew. Join the only university that represents New Orleans all day, every day. The University of New Orleans. Simply visit UNOPrivateers.com and join NOLA's team today. We are your crew. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Voxeloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. 
Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxalaner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's rolled chicken tacos are full of shredded, marinated, all-white meat chicken. Choose from three dipping sauces, spicy ranch, nacho cheese sauce, and house-made guacamole. Order on the Taco Bell app. Get one dip per two-pack, two dips per four-pack at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, we are slowly getting things back to normal here. Eastbound I-10, uh, Elysian Fields to the high-rise, seeing no delays there. High-rise, the twin spans running pretty good. West Westbound I-10 downtown to Kenner is seeing about an 18-minute ride in that area right now. And those secondaries, Elysian Fields at Leon C. Simon Boulevard, also working an accident, Carrollton at St. Charles Avenue. And uh, Canal Street at Dauphine, Dauphine Street, we have an accident. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. And we're live at Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Larasini Street in West Wego here with All Access and our special guest, former New Orleans Saints quarterback, John Forcade. And of course, as mentioned, we'll be back here in two weeks on October the 4th with our special guest, former Saints tight end, Josh Hill. Tell your friends, be here, come get some great food at the end of the show. Prizes to draw for you have to be present to win. So if you're here, you can win like many did last time around. That's at the end of the show. We'll talk about the Saints offense in a moment. Great to welcome a good and great friend and a great sponsor of our show here on radio, but also of CrescentCitySports.com. Amos Petrie, Petrie Transport Services. Amos, how are you? Oh, doing great. Thanks for having me, Ken. Hey, it's our pleasure. Good to have you here. You've been here before. You like it, huh? Yes, I have. Yes, I've been here about a couple of times. Great food. It's awesome. And listen, we love coming here. And we love what you do, too. And tell people about what you do with Petrie Transport Services. They hear the commercials. We, we get questions. We look at the website. We get clicks on the ad. Let people ask about it. Tell them people. Okay. Well, we're a waste transportation business. Uh, we are located on the North Shore. Uh, I've been in the business probably about 30 years. Mm -hmm. uh, we have vacuum trucks. We have uh, winch trucks to move frat tanks. Uh, we do a lot of grease traps, uh, septic tanks. We have uh, waste, trans uh, tra waste transportation for dumpsters. So pretty much anything to do with waste transportation. But we service the North Shore and South Shore. And talk about how people can access you. I mean, obviously your website, but talk a little bit about how they can access your services. Uh, you go to our website, PetriTransportServices.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook and um, also on your radio show. Yeah, all the time. So and people hear the ads. We run them quite frequently here. And, of course, uh, the ads on CrescentCitySports.com. The beauty, the beauty of the web is you can track every, every single person that clicks on, on an ad. You can track it. And that's what's beautiful about it because you know exactly how many people are seeing something. 
and how many people were interested. So that really gives you a tremendous boon to being able to understand what your audience might be. So, yes, and then last great. but not least, I, I went before I let you get away. You're a big Saints fan, and you awesome. support Saints Hall of Fame events all the time. So 2-0, you got to be pretty happy. Very, 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 very happy. I think they're going to win this week, too, so I think it's going to be good. I hope so. One and a half point underdog, but certainly a very winnable game. And then this dude over here, you've met, seen his act before, 4K to work. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen John a few times. Yeah, he's, so, all, he's all right. Great person and a great player. Yeah, he's a really, well, good, really good guy. Back in the day, he could run a little bit, too, okay? Oh, he had yeah. a good arm, but he could run a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, no doubt. That's what I remember my high school days. And, you know, we were able to beat him 7-6. to six. He'll never... Never lived that down, okay? So I was a rumble guy, so. Well, wait, 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 why'd you say the seven? What, what about when Shaw beat you? You don't, you don't talk I, about I don't, that. I don't remember those games, man. <laughs> it never happened, man. So, but Just like this past Friday, well, we I, found him win a game. For, Shaw and, and you want to bring up 15 years of losing. That's, that's, that's right. old news. That's, that's water under the bridge. Now, listen, about the yeah, now. That's old news. Now, listen <laughs> to this guy. This guy's <laughs> nephew is Chase 4K, okay? All right. And where did Chase 4K go? Yeah, Where, did. where did Chase 4K uh, where was he winning state championships? Where True. was he making his name? Where did he get his scholarship from? And that led well, him to the I mean, success. You know, if, if I'm just saying. If took care of him, he would have uh, crossed the river, but it didn't happen that way. <laughs> so we, we jest, of course, because we have nothing but enormous respect for Archbishop Oh, Sean. I agree. And what a great Hanks program. Thanks a great job. Great program yeah. they have now, and Archbishop Rumble's a, a tremendous program. So great schools and, and really good programs. Hey, and, John's a legend around here. He is, uh, a, he is <laughs> a legend. And we also just figured we'd let him have that old beat-up Megaphone. It's the same uh, one. It's the same that when one. John played, it's oh, so my. racked. That thing is so raggedy and racked up. It's, it's unbelievable, well, man. Put some money into it and all these money you make it and buy a new one. <laughs> Since y'all, y'all had it for 15 years or whatever, y'all could have bought a new one. We could have, but I'm going to get Petri Transport Services to sponsor it. There soon, you so. go. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, it's great to have you here, man. Uh, hey, I Let you go enjoy you, some food and drink and uh, appreciate your support of the show and of Crescent City Sports. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate nice it. Petri, a good guy, and we appreciate him. and. And obviously, go to the website, Petri Transport Services, to find out what they can do for you. And you can hear the ads here as well. All right, John, offense. So it's been a mixed bag. They ran the ball better in the game against Carolina. Of course, Williams goes out. And they ran Taysom Hill eight times, and he had great success. I'd love to see him get at least 10 touches in a game because he's that kind of guy. And I don't see any reason why you don't line him up at running back more. I, just like they pitched in the ball and you saw what happened. I, I like him in that spot. I said this way before the season began. I said, where is Hill going to play? He's not going to quarterback. You brought in these tight ends. You got three tight ends. He's not really a tight end. No. So let's stop with that. All right. He could play slot, maybe catch some balls and do some damage there. Right. But what's wrong with having him as a running back in position? When right. he's not a quarterback. When yeah. he's in the quarterback position. But normally, it's a little bit tougher to run the ball when you're a quarterback, kind of knowing they feel like he's not going to throw. You're going to do it, right. He's pretty much going to run. Which is why but he has success throwing when he when, does. When he's in the running back position, granted, you know, he can see catching the ball, pitching the ball, going downhill running, making his cuts. In a quarterback, they got him kind of going laterally, faking a play and pulling it. But I love when I saw him at running back. I was like, wow, who, who brought this idea up? And. It's great to see him now. He's a little banged up, but that comes with the carrying the ball and playing. But, you know, Hill's a player, and we got to have him on the field. We know that. Uh, offensively, you brought it up asking offensively. People, Derek Carr's going to be fine. It's, I agree. It's, uh, it's, you know, you just – he's only been here two games. I don't want to hear about, well, you know, he's putting – no, what he did in the past is in the past, but 
This is a different organization, different style, different everything. Uh, he's got a better team here than he had before. It's going to take him a little bit of time. And, Kenny, you and I know what the issue is. It's up front. And I have said this the whole offseason. I said they should have gone and got some of these free agent linemen. Granted, you, you draft a kid number one, you figure, I got to have, well, great. But it's not wrong to have somebody back up that's capable of stepping in at any moment across the line. I, I thought Caesar didn't play very well in this game. Uh, I thought Ramchak struggled a little bit. Uh, we have got uh, the most consistent players, our center, McCoy. McCoy, I, I agree with that. But overall, you've got to, you, it all starts up front. We've been always talking about, no, it don't start the quarterback. It starts with the front five linemen. If they're producing and making things work for you and gives your quarterback time, because you saw when, Dave, when Derek Carr, I want to say Dave, Derek Carr has time, he'll eat you alive. And he did it in this game when he had time to throw the football, hit the three long balls that, that helped this team to a 20 to 17 win. It should have been a lot worse than that. But like you said, and I said, a win's a win. It is. And with regard to the wide receivers, look, they've got playmakers. Yes, they do. Chris Olave is good. Isn't he? Rashid Shaheed, to me, he's not, look, I don't want to say he's on the level of Tyreek Hill. Nobody is. No. But he's a similar guy. He is that fast so that he can run by anybody. That he is. And the other part of that is clear. If you're trying to play him, man, you got to give him a 12-yard cushion because he'll go right by you, much like Hill. Therefore, the underneath stuff will be there. He's that. And then Michael Thomas, so far, so good. What you expected of him is what you're seeing. You know, the short, intermediate stuff, understanding zone coverage and how to sit down in zone, Mm -hmm. and then making a contested catch. That's what you want out of him. Morrow made a couple of catches. We know Jawan Johnson can make plays. He wasn't 100% yet, but he should be back this week in that regard. And... By the way, there's no Camara yet, and there will be in two weeks. And, oh, by the way, there's Taysom Mill. My point is they have playmakers. Well, yeah. I mean, they've got playmakers, and I think they've got a quarterback that can get them the ball if he has a run game and if he has time. And one thing, we broke down uh, Tuesday, the show yesterday. We, we pulled it up. We broke down their, their, uh, the passing, where he threw the ball at. You'll be shocked at this, folks, listening to it. We, we saw that he had three deep passes. That he completed. That's the only deep balls that he threw the whole game. Yeah, the they one showed, to Thomas, they the, the, the one to Rashid Shaheed, the yeah, one to Olave. Olave. Everything else was 12 and under, 12 yeah. and under. Where is what we saw in OTAs? The tight end down the middle. You know, that's where they brought these tight ends, uh, Morrow and, and Johnson. Those are the guys that you want down the seam. Down the, and where in the heck is Jimmy Graham? Can he not run down the field 6'6"? Six, six? So that's a problem I see on the offensive side of the ball. They're not throwing the ball down the seam. That, the, that picture we saw of the passes, two on left side deep, one on the right side deep. The rest of them were all, it was in green dots, 12 and under, 12 and under. That's fine and dandy, but I promise you this, that this team wants to get to the 27-point range, 30-point, they've got to go the ball down the field, down the seam. Now, with us saying that, it's saying you need protection. And how much time did you have? I think that's the biggest part of it is the fact that he feels like he's got to get it out quicker. And, yep. you know, you've got to be able – it's not just whether or not you have time. It's the trust level and thinking your mind has a clock and you're thinking, I'm not going to have enough time with yep. this guy blocking, with that guy blocking that guy. And, and therefore, he got it out a little bit early on a few occasions. Made one In each game, he's made one really bad throw. 
Yeah, uh, or the one he threw for cost, the pick. Cost, him was, point, oh, cost his team points in the first game in the yeah. red zone. And then the last game, of course, he made the terrible decision. Of the, he didn't triple read coverage. the safety and triple bad. coverage. Yes. And, you know, and, he, and the thing about it, which I really like about Carr, among other things, is he takes total blame after the oh, game. Oh, there's no doubt. He took there's it no right doubt. on himself. All he did was praise his teammates and said, I, my fault, I, just, I made a terrible play, stupid, everything else. Let me tell you, that goes a long way. In the locker room with your Oh, there's teammates, no doubt. It? You got a quarterback who does that. Whereas, you, you know, if you're a Bears fan right now, or a Bears, <laughs> Bears, you got a quarterback blaming coaches. But no, yeah, Carr will not do they that. They fired their defensive coordinator today. Yeah, we're going to go. I, I was going to get into that. He, <laughs> FBI years. raided his house. You didn't hear that, huh? No. No, the story. Read yeah. the story. They raided, they his, raided house his house yeah. for some serious offense that he has, and he had to resign and yeah. he get fired, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But in, in the long run, with this offense here. People don't panic yet. Uh, we're two and zero, and he's easily look. This, we could easily be sitting at zero and two, but we're not. We are one and one. They're two and zero, and we're shocked and surprised as anybody that they're tied with both Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Yeah. But as as games go on and they start playing each other, you'll see it. I think the offense will get a lot better. They're going to make some probably I wouldn't say adjustments on the O line where they're moving guys, but I think it's just that hey guys, we got to. You know, maybe maybe slide protect a little bit, get Carr out of the pockets. So they and I saw a couple of times they tried that. Do that, you know, chipping. They did that on, on Penny's side, but I do believe this offensive line has got to go and protect the quarterback. And then if the running game's there and they get the play action, and when Alvin comes back, you know, you'll start seeing some screens. It, but we got to start throwing some screens with these other backs too. It just can't be when, when Alvin gets in the ball game. So um, I, I'd like to see a little tight end screen every now and then. Mm -hmm. That's the time you put Hill in the game. Little, little, you know, put him in a slot, something like that, and have a down lineman, I mean, offensive lineman downfield, pick up a screen. There's so much you can do with this offense. There's so many weapons that the defense going to have to look at this and say, hey, who do we stop? You can't stop one guy. It's not like they haven't made investments on the offensive line. That's all they've done. Yes. Ramchek, number one draft pick. Penning, number one draft pick. Ruiz, number one draft pick. McCoy, your first pick in the draft a year. You drafted him right. early second, second round. Second round, correct. Okay. And then, of course, James Hurst was a number one draft pick back in the day. And, oh, by the way, the guy that's sitting on the bench right now, Andres Pete, Pete, you gave a massive extension to. Now, this is it for him, and he's not even playing. playing. He was a number one pick. Well, what's, what's the and, and you're not it, that good. Is he hurt or he no. just – He got beat out. He's, uh, you know, your best okay. is – you know, not, not to quote Sean Payton too often when he's 0-2, but to quote him, you know, your best – your best ability is your availability. You've right. got to be available. Correct. And Pete you just hadn't been available enough to trust him, including he was hurt, as you know, throughout offseason yep, and training yep, camp. Yep, so yep. they just put Hurst in there. Now, if Hurst doesn't get the job done better, you'll see Pete at some point. But that's it to me. It's about health and about offensive line play. That's, it, it's that's how I see the It's got to be consistent play, too. You, you can't give me one game and don't play well for a, a two games or something. they got to get a little more consistent. And, and whatever they have to do with, with Penny – you know, I hate to say it, but the guy has got the capability of being good, but it goes back to his scouting department. If you're going to scout a guy who's a great run blocker, come on. You don't pick a guy for great run blocking in the NFL. You pick a guy who can pass protect. Yeah. And you don't say, well, we can teach it. No, you don't teach. You don't. And I, when people come to me, John, we, we, how long before you teach, I said, teach quarterbacks? It's when they go out of high school and they go to college, you can teach them in college. When they get out of college, there's no teaching how to throw a football. Teaching this, uh, your, your technique is not to be taught in the pros. Your technique is college taught. When you get in the pros, you better be ready to play. And right now he's struggling in the passing department. So 
whose fault is that? I'm not blaming the young man. He's doing his best at it. But when you're scouting guys in the NFL, it has to be pass blocking first. And then you worry about the run block because most linemen can run block. Well, clearly it's on the job training for him. Right. Clearly, at times, you're going to have to make adjustments and keep a tight end in or keep a fullback in or somebody to help chip and to help him out because you've got to protect the blind side to give Derek Carr a chance to do what he can do with those talented receivers he has that can get down the field. That includes Jawan Johnson. We're live at Signet Landing Restaurant, and we're at 450 Larasini Street in West Wego with John Fortgate on All Access. And we're back in just a moment. Talk some college football and more as we continue here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. I feel like I'm constantly cleaning hair off my bathroom floor. At least my Swiffer Sweeper makes it easy. Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths have ultra-thick pads to trap and lock hairs, like a hair magnet. And when I'm finished cleaning up my hair, Sweeper takes care of his, too. Now the hair's gone, all thanks to Swiffer. Try Swiffer Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths. I promise you'll love them or your money back. And also try Swiffer Sweeper wet to make quick work of tough, sticky messes. Ten bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you can make those returns at Staples seven days a week. Ten bucks says you'll get in and out fast and easy. Ten bucks says when you make an Amazon return at Staples, you'll get ten bucks off your Staples purchase of thirty dollars or more. Ten bucks says it's pretty cool to get ten bucks to spend on something you want just for returning something you don't. Ten bucks says Staples will be your new favorite place for Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you knew I was going to say ten bucks says. Offer good in store only. Exclusions apply. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harbor View Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Larasini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's rolled chicken tacos are full of shredded, marinated, all-white meat chicken. Choose from three dipping sauces, spicy ranch, nacho cheese sauce, and house-made guacamole. Order on the Taco Bell app. Get one dip per two-pack, two dips per four-pack at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. All right, good afternoon. As we're uh, trying to wind down this afternoon, it really looks like we have uh, reestablished traffic flow at the speed limit. Causeway Bridge is 22 minutes with no problems northbound or southbound. Uh, eastbound I-10 across the twin spans, six minutes. Elysian Fields to the high rise, three minutes there. Uh, flyover to the high rise is running about six minutes as well. Uh, northbound I-55, Laplace to Hammond, 23 minutes and no delays. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. 
Join us now by calling 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. As we continue from Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Larasini Street in West Wego, Ken and John with you. Glad you're with us. And we want to talk a little bit about college football, too. But before we do that, we want to congratulate my good and great friend who, coming up next month, is going to be inducted into the Ole Miss Hall of Fame. So we want to give John Forkate a big round of applause and congratulate him for that well-deserved honor. That will be special for you, my friend. It's something I know you really appreciate. And I should be it's in, nice to know that they to appreciate the LSU you. one, too, because I didn't do you very did, well you against did, them. You so did them a lot of favors. Right, yeah, so right. I helped them out, so they should put me in on that yeah, one. You did, yeah. Listen, <laughs> and, and that'll, be a, that'll be a fun game here coming up in a couple yes. of weeks because I think, um, I think LSU's good. I think oh, I do. I think they're exceptional yep. on offense, and I think they're getting better on defense. And I think Ole Miss is better up front on defense than they've been in recent years. Correct. And they're pretty good on offense. And I think that'll be a very interesting game. So you saw the Ole Miss-Tulane game, and I have a different take than a lot of people look. The, I take the partiality out of it completely. And I absolutely believe Tulane could have won the game had Michael Pratt played. I didn't say would have. Well, I yeah, said well, could have. It's, it's easy because to sit he's there and that, say. Because he's that much better. Uh, In the second half, right. they, they completely yep, beat Horton a lot. Uh, he... He, he got off his mark. He was throwing sidearm. He made bad decisions. He got rough. He got ruffled in the second half, and Ole Miss's defense had everything to do with it. Meanwhile, Tulane's defense was great. Yes, I mean, Ole Miss didn't run the ball well at all. No, no, no. Ole Miss was 1 of 13 on third down. That's why it's still a seven-point game with two minutes left because Tulane's defense wouldn't break. Finally, the big play for Ole Miss came, and defensively they come up with right. a big play and that put the game away. But I took away from that game that Ole Miss is better because their defense is better. And that Tulane is good. And if they have their quarterback, they're going to be just like last year. They're going to win 10 to 12 games. There's no doubt. And, and I'm going to say that the, the word could and the word would is so different in, in absolutely. its meaning. Without a doubt. And they could have won it. I absolutely had believe Pratt. that. I do not doubt that. Yes. But when somebody says, oh, they would have you won You don't know it, that. I said, first of all, you don't know you don't anything know that. Yes. about that. Would have, could have, should I know the would have, could have, should have. I've been involved <laughs> with that comment. But I did watch. I was there at that game, and I was so shocked. And one thing I was shocked at is um, Lane Kiffin is not calling the plays this That's year. That's really interesting, isn't it? I am isn't it? shocked yeah. about that. Yeah. I don't see that lasting much longer. Um, the guy they got on board here, uh, we've all, we, you know, the, 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 I'm just not sold on their OC. I understand. Um, in that sense. But I'll say this. They brought a good defense coordinator in, in, in good, Pete Golding. Golding. He's done a fantastic job well, at I mean, changing up Alabama. There's no doubt. They, got, they did a good job in the transfer portal uh, yep. with better players on defense, too. So, look, well, I like them. And here's the other thing that's good for Ole Miss is, let's face it, the SEC is not that good this no. year. So, no. and, and in the West, I mean, A&M, all these players they get, all these highly re ranked recruiting classes, and they go get beat double digits in Miami. Arkansas is okay. Yeah. You know, Mississippi State is okay. Uh, Missouri, Missouri is okay. is a good win for them last week. They're West okay. The West, but yeah. They're okay. So but. then what do you have? You got LSU, Alabama. So uh, Auburn, Ole, you just don't know about Auburn's that. Auburn's okay. Uh, again, and Alabama could be called okay. Well, I, I believe, well, I picked LSU before the season yeah. started to win the West because I thought a second year under Kelly with their offensive weapons, which we kind of saw last week in Starkville, 
Uh, they're pretty scary with the people they can put out there. Totally agree. And, and they're good. They're really good on offense. It's all about their defense You know, when, when they played the first game against Florida State, it, it, Florida State's a good team. They got they're four very good. players that are probably going to first round. Very good. They're really, really good. I didn't think Florida State's quarterback was as good as he is. Or he played tremendous. He's, he's been, been playing really well. You know, last week they struggled a little bit. But I'll say this. Don't worry about the LSU. You lose at the beginning of the season much better than you losing at the end. So, with that being said, they can actually run this table. Now, granted, they got to go to Alabama. They got to go to Ole Miss. That's the only two things that I feel like. And then the end of the season, A and M, if you know, they've been giving them if at problems, home, and they got a little they, revenge on their mind there correct. too. So. so, if they don't screw it up and slip it up, I think LSU can get to um, Georgia. And Atlanta and play Georgia and possibly could beat Georgia. Well, I think they close the gap a bit. I, I, I don't think LSU is great. I think they're good to very good. Yep. Uh, I think they can be better, but it's all about their defense getting better. Mason Smith's back. Greg Brooks, of course, said, I heard that. Which is oh, a really, wow. really, I just saw our thoughts and prayers are with him. But their secondary has to continue to improve. They played better last week, but frankly, I don't know what Mississippi State's trying to do. Uh, they've gotten away from from Every, what was done correct. by Mike Leach, and I don't understand that because Will Rogers was a good quarterback. Now all of a sudden he looks like a lost puppy trying to do what they're trying to do. How I do said you the same thing. This is what they do, and this is what they do well. They're never going to get the kind of talent that LSU and Alabama get. So to do what they were doing was perfect to play those guys correct. and have a chance. It, it, and, and instead a, they're a, trying to run the ball and throw, and throw stuff in the intermediate routes. And I didn't understand it all. I mean, just, just look at this guy's first year there. He, he could not possibly have recruited what he wants to for this offense. No chance. Stay with what you have. And he's a defensive had, coach. And a defensive-minded coach. And it all goes by those defensive-minded coaches you know as well as I do. Don't want to get in a situation where you're airing it out all the time and you got turnovers in a field shortened down, a field shortened down. Now, in this case, look, you got to get – you got to go with got you here. And it's not the fact that you're the head coach. It's the fact that – this team is built on what the air raid offense is about with, when Mike Leach was there. He's no longer there, but the players are there. Go ahead and finish out this year with these guys. When Will Rogers leaves, then you go ahead and you try to check. But you don't come right out of the chute one year after he's gone, and all of a sudden we're going to run this. Change. They might not win a game in the SEC if they keep this up. Yeah, listen. And then, of course, in the SEC East, we all thought Tennessee would be really good. They go and get spanked at Florida. Yep who's by all intents and purposes an average team. Correct. South Carolina's solid, but and they play Georgia tough, but, but not special. Kentucky's Kentucky not might, showing them. Kentucky might be the second best team. Right. I don't know. But Levis is in the NFL now. So, I, look, my point is, and the SEC's record thus far is not very good. So I think the opportunity is there. And I look at it like this. To break through. I, I hear from all the Big Tens, the ACCs, mm -hmm. the Big 12. Oh, yes. I said, let me just put it this way. All we got to do is get one in the playoff system and win it again, and then you're going to say, what? At the SEC, oh, well, who cares about everybody? If the SEC wins a national championship again and again, and it just goes to show you, they're still dominating the fact that when it comes to the championship game or the playoff system, granted, they're probably only going to get one team in it. They're not that good. Ohio State and Michigan is the two. And even Penn State. Don't underestimate Penn State. That's Oklahoma's playing good. The team to watch out for is Texas. I think Texas will be one of the. I think they're teams. legit. Yes. Yep. Good football team, good quarterback, and they're good up front. So oh, yeah, uh, I think they built that right. Sarkeesian's done an excellent job, and they're going to be around. There's no doubt in my mind. So I'm looking at the national picture, and I think that based on schedules, Florida State beats Clemson this week. They're in. They're, they're in. Nobody's going to beat them the rest Not of the way. Not at all. Correct. They had their scare last week. They got to beat Clemson. 
So then there's there's that. The SEC champion will get in. Get in. So that's two. Michigan looks pretty clear. They're going to have to beat Ohio State. But they even if they go undefeated and lose that game, uh, then they still have a chance to get in. So I think a big, well, you a big 10 team will be three. So then who's the fourth team? And that's what it's either going to be with Oklahoma or Texas, Oklahoma or Texas. That's what I was going to say. So, so you're going to, well, if you go back and look at this now, you got you know Florida State, LSU, Georgia, SEC, Florida State, the winner of the Big Ten, Michigan, Ohio State, and the Big Twelve. It right. could be Texas, if Michigan, Texas Ohio goes, State, Oklahoma, Texas. Right. There yeah. you go. I mean, that's your four. Uh, people can't wait to get to twelve playoff teams, and it expands and helps other teams. But hey, you only can pick four. Right. And don't lose at the end of the year. That's my no, take. If that, you're Michigan versus Ohio State, don't lose. Whoever which is why uh, the, the sky wasn't falling and the, the world didn't end when LSU lost to Not Florida State because it was the first game of the year. Right. And the other thing, going back and watching that game, LSU got outplayed, outcoached in the second half. But in the first half, LSU had 301 yards. And they left oh, yes. all kinds of points yeah. on the board yeah. by passing up on field goals. And they still had the lead at halftime. Correct. So, I look back at that and I say, you know what, uh, they, they could play those guys again and have a better chance. But I do agree that Florida State has exceptional players and they've got talent all over the field. And that's why I think they're going to be Clemson and I think they're going to be in the in the playoff. That's my opinion. So. It's not a it's not a, a season of a lot of great football clubs. It's still the same characters. Right. You know, you could pick eight, you know, eight teams for sure. At the end of every year, saying, "Well, one of these, uh, one of these eight teams, four of these eight teams is USC in. better defensively." You know, you ask yourself that question. Well, we know where they are offensively. I mean, even if they run the table out there and go undefeated, I just don't see them because of the people they play. Mm -hmm. Utah, see, Utah's in the same if, boat. If, if Texas goes mm -hmm. undefeated, they're in. Yeah. If, if a one-loss team. Florida State goes undefeated. They're in. Yep. One loss SEC team is in. And, and, and one loss uh, team, one loss in, team in the Big Ten. They're in. I think so, we're we're know, in agreement. It's a caliber of play who you're playing against. And the USC could put all the points they want up against. You know, I want to see it. You know, I think they'll take care of business against Colorado. And so do I think Oregon. And then it's going to come down to Oregon and USC. Mm -hmm. Maybe Utah winning that. But let's be honest. Like, Kenny, who, who they play? And then people say, well, the SEC, excuse me. Yeah. But when the SEC, you play in the SEC week in and week out, even against the Mississippi States, the Ole Miss, the, the, the Auburns, yeah. the, the Kentucky. I'm not talking about the big schools yet. Yep. They'll, but they'll beat you up for the next game. Before we get to break, Oregon, Colorado this week. It'll be interesting. Colorado's become the national story. Yeah, but I think, they were I lucky think, to escape last I, week. I think they're getting a little bit too big for their britches and assessments. You know, the, 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 the quarterback goes and buys a Rolls Royce. Uh, it's it's about other things to them right now, and they're gonna find out they're living off this three and zero. Well, now you're not playing cupcakes because you no way you should have beat Colorado State in overtime. You should have took care of that business early. It didn't come to it. I like what he's doing there. Uh, I'm all about the absolutely. Uh, he's doing the right thing from a standpoint of being a coach and a father figure to these guys. But let you play, do the talking, and right now. I think after what happened last weekend, uh, they're going to be in for a little rude awakening against Oregon and USC. All right, we owe you a timeout. Back with a final word in a moment from our good and great friends at Signet Landing Restaurant, 450 Lyre City Street, West Wego, here on Nash Icon, 1061 FM and at Nash FM 1061.com.
Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's some great news. If you were just notified that your Medicare costs are increasing, a program out there can really help you with your medical bills. And it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. It's not insurance. Members actually say it's better. It's a Christian healthcare community that aligns with your faith and where people encourage and pray for you. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You choose any Medicare provider, and you get telehealth access anytime you need it. And this is great, too. Unlike health insurance, you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. So don't get stuck with increasing costs. Call MediShare 65 Plus and find out how much you can save. Call 888-SHARE-89. That's 888-SHARE-89. 888-SHARE-89. We're Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Just like the Saints are Louisiana's team, Dudley DeBosier has offices throughout the state to help those who've been injured. So when an unexpected injury throws you for a big loss, or the insurance company has you backed up to your own goal line, call Dudley DeBosier. Standing up for the Saints and the injured people of Louisiana. Demand Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315661. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. 
always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. As we get set to close it down here for this Wednesday night at Signet Landing Restaurant, Ken Trahan, John Forcade. Prizes to give away here shortly. Stay tuned. you got to be present to win. All right, John, so final thought about the Saints. you got them winning the division? you got oh, them winning at least 10 games and making oh, I, the playoffs? i, I, I got them winning the division. There's no doubt about it. I don't, I don't know about this weekend's game. I just they got to show me a little bit more uh, offensively They're going into Green Bay. Now, can they win the game? Yes, they can. Uh, I, I, I'd still say 10-6, and six and they could squeeze 11 and, I mean, 10 and 7, and we squeeze 11 and 6 out of this They're game. They're favoring in 11 games this season out of the 17 coming into the season by Las Vegas. And Green Bay, real simple for me. They win the turnover battle, they win the game. Correct. Yeah, this early, you're catching them early in the year. That's another fact. And not December, you catch them here in September. So, Good weather. Oh, yeah. There's, On that grass friends, surface. A lot, of, a lot of my friends are going there because they have never been in Lambeau. My yeah. producer from my prep show Friday night is going there. So, so. so I'm looking forward to watching the game, and uh, anything can happen, but. I still picked them to win a division. They're such a better team than the other guys in the division. Let's give John Forkett a nice round of applause for being here tonight. Thank him.